Hi, I'm Jeff Pfeiffer. And I'm his daughter, Rachel Tretton, and together we own multiple businesses. People often ask, how did you acquire so many businesses and what's it like to run so many businesses? So we have created this podcast, the Uncommon Success Podcast, where we talk about our businesses and just the daily life of living together. And we hope you enjoy the podcast and it involves humor and design and entrepreneurship and how to run businesses successfully. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Uncommon Success. Welcome to our podcast. Where's your agenda? My agenda is up in here. Oh, we're in trouble. We're going to be talking about the last week because we were in Florida. And you spent a lot of time in your room when it was sunny outside. Excuse me? And we had a beautiful pool to sit by and you were in your room. That's because I'm the one that does all the work. Okay, so... We went to Florida for a Heat for Less, well, our company is Heat for Less, but we went for an Ace Hardware show where we had a 10 by 10 booth um, with our company, Heat for Less. And so this trip was the first time we ever traveled to a show and arrived like way early. And then we actually stayed a whole nother day after the show, which I thought went really smooth. We weren't rushed yeah. to like set up. We, we normally we normally to... go the day before yes. and then set up and then we leave the day that the show is over. We leave yep. that same day. Mm-hmm. So this time we were two or three days before. Two days before and, and then, then we stayed a day later. And, then, and that was so much nicer. It was more relaxing. So great. It was yeah. It was better. Yeah. So when we arrived to our four star hotel, mm-hmm. and I don't say that to brag, we pay to stay in a hotel right by the convention center since we don't have a car. So it's not like we're living large. She's bragging. But uh, how much of that hotel did you pay for? We uh, he for less paid for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a work trip. Okay. Uh, so we arrived to find furry people in the hotel. Yes, which was like. In a four-star hotel, you wouldn't think you would see people dressed head-to-toe in fur costumes, but it was pretty funny. It was, a, it was a fun way to start the trip. So we went to the convention center upon arriving, only to find that one of the six boxes of our stuff for the booth arrived. Yeah. So we really couldn't set up our booth because we had... Oh, I have a phone call coming in, and this could be very important. Just one moment. Hi, this is Rachel. How can I help you? Yes, I wanted to inquire about having a birthday party. Okay. <laughs> sure. Do you have a date in mind? Sorry for the delay. I uh, had a phone call just come in, and just to give you all a heads up, I'm expecting a call from Magnolia Network. They're going to be calling me in a few minutes to discuss possibly uh, picking our new show idea up on their network. So... Somebody called. I thought it might be them calling a little early, and it turned out to just be a birthday party booking for the corn mates. So still a very important call, but not as important as uh, Magnolia Network. Anyway, moving on. So the show went really well. Yes. I thought. Yeah, we sold some heaters, and Mm -hmm. uh, Ace uh, said that in the the spring show, Ace is a national brand. Store. And they have a, a spring show and a fall show. This yes. is the fall show. So they said the spring show that I can get up on the stage and mm-hmm. share our product right. with all of their store owners. <sighs> well, sort of. It's a little stage and there might be 100 people there. Yeah, but it's still better <laughs> it's than It's still just pretty cool. Yeah. That, yeah, that they said, sure, 
Yeah, because they know our product pretty well, and, and yeah. they say it's the best performing heater in their warehouses. Yep. And it is, a, you know, a great product. And so, anyway, so mm-hmm. so it was a good show. It's fun. And it it, we had a birthday girl. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. her birthday in Florida. She, she just turned 16. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, my I brought my kids yeah. on this trip, and yeah. on my birthday, they're like, Mommy, you're getting so old. You're 32. You're 32. And I'm just like, stop, stop. Like, that yeah. sounds so old. Yeah. I remember being 29, yeah. not wanting to turn 30, because yeah. that just sounds old. And here I am, 32. I'm like, ew. So. Wow. Wow. That means that you're half as smart as I am. Yeah. I'm, ah. I'm double your age. Doesn't mean double as smart. I yeah, it could be more. It could, you. I was going to go the other way, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now what? Okay. That was the A show. Yeah, the A show. That was fun. It was fun. Okay. okay so while in, in Florida, though, on oh. my birthday, I went to Disney World, took my kids okay. with us. Okay. Um, and it was kind of a last minute decision. My husband and I, the whole time leading up to this trip, do we go to Disney? Do we not go to Disney? Just because it's so expensive. Um, but I'm like, we're here. We might as well. Right? So we did. And it was so fun. It was so, so fun. But I will say, the last ride of the day, um, my family and I got stuck on a ride for 20 minutes. <laughs> and... It was quite traumatizing for my kids. Um, And looking at it from a business perspective, because that's kind of what our podcast is about, our business owners. Um, When a ride breaks down, you don't just leave people stranded and not tend to them for Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. That was the only disappointing thing I had about the trip to Disney. Everything was great. I loved it and I would go back again. But the ride, so we were on a simulator type ride where we were um, kind of straddling a seat. It was like we were in like a position as if we were riding a motorcycle. Right. So there's a back part of the seat that comes up. And so you're completely surrounded by like a seat and you can't move. And, um, you know, the first five minutes of being stuck, they came over like a loudspeaker saying, please remain seated. Technical difficulty. And we're like, oh, really? (laughs) <laughs> we didn't know that. Like the whole simulator, you're you're like flying on this thing and you're looking at this huge screen and then it just pauses. Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, there's a problem. <laughs> like it didn't end the way it's supposed to end. So we knew there was a problem. And they didn't have to tell you to, ta- to stay in your seat because you couldn't get out of your seat. Exactly. Well, okay. okay. So you can see they had like cameras in the room okay. looking in. All right. And my husband was one of those who were trying to like squeeze oh. out of it. But you literally okay. can't because your legs are bent yeah. in like mm. a position. Like you can't get out. But it's tight. I will say it's tight. So, you know, after 15 minutes, um, there were some people on the ride that started screaming. We need help now. Get off. Get us off right now. We yeah. need attention now. Emergency. Ah! And when they're doing that, my kids were, yeah. you know, yeah. a little yeah. upset about it but they were okay because we're talking them through it looking them in the eye like you are breathing you are okay (laughs) yes it's tight but you can breathe think about your stomach like it's a mental thing like i'm telling my kids like think about this you are okay it's not fun being stuck but we're going to be okay right like you're not in danger and then when these people start freaking out because they are mentally losing it they're totally fine but they're mentally losing it it's like 
okay. And then that's when, like, things just escalated. Everybody kind of got a little antsy and... You know, me staying calm, trying to talk to my kid isn't working anymore because yeah. everybody else is yeah. freaking out. Yeah. Um, so that's where I feel like Disney could have done a better job at, um, you know, handling the situation. My husband talked to the ride operator after yeah. the fact and they were telling him that it wasn't safe to send somebody into the room because apparently like the floor drops down or something because the simulator you're moving and, yeah. you know, it's rocking. So they wanted to make sure it was safe before sending someone in. But they had the ability to come on the loudspeaker and say, hey, the ride's obviously not working at the moment. We're trying to get (laughs) things fixed. We cannot send somebody into the room because we want to make sure the floor is stabilized before we send someone in. We want to make sure everybody is totally safe. And so... We see you. There's cameras above you. Please know that you, you know, you're yeah. seen. Yeah. You are okay. We we're doing as much as we can to get you out. You will get out. There is an emergency release, like knobby thingy in the back, where we, when the floor is safe, we'll come in and right. physically like take apart your seat, and you will be okay. Yeah. Like they didn't do any of that. Yeah. It was just like them kind of raising their voice, like remain seated, don't yeah. get up. And it's like, well, how can you not? Yeah. Understand what well, every, but that's know. that's the difference between employees running a business and oh, the owner sure. running a business. I'm sure the owner would have handled it different. Oh, for sure. Okay. So for like sure. with us, you know, if there's a problem in the, at a slide or the inflatable or the oh, hay uh, ride or maze or whatever, mm-hmm. the staff are not going to handle it the way that we do. Right. Most likely. We but train that's why, them. I was going to say, that's yeah. why we have the training yeah. to let them know how to handle an right. emergency right. In, in the moment. And if there was an emergency, the first thing they're supposed to do is contact you or me. Right. And we so, were, were literally minutes. And we would know how seconds. to take care of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I yep. mean, especially, I, I know because I'm licensed to inspect and operate a bounce house and a hayride right. in the state of Pennsylvania. You have a license. You have to know how to handle situations. Yeah. And the pen this like our state has very high expectations of us mm-hmm. and our staff have to know how to handle a situation or that comes back on us and yeah. you would think that a an amusement park huge like disney would have at least a manager present yeah. all the time to handle the situation the way it sure. should be handled sure. um potential spam i feel like i should answer it you because it could be it. him yeah Hi, this is Rachel. How can I help you? Hi, Rachel. This is from White Mellon Magnolia. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. I have you on speaker here. My dad's with me. Um, figured he should be here as well. Hello, it's nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Hi there. Uh, remind me, where are you calling in from? It's Gilbertsville, right? Yeah, Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that uh, that y'all were able to uh, to reach out and get in touch. I always say like it's always worth uh, just a phone call to uh, to introduce ourselves and fill you in a little bit on on the network and things like that. But I'd love to hear more about kind of how things came to be on your end. Sure. Um, so my dad and I have always joked that our lives would make a great reality show, just because we're entrepreneurs. Currently, we have four businesses. Um, All right. Bye. Yeah, as you talk to producers down the line, I'm a resource. Yeah, you want to be one of the ones to sweep in and take our show. That's a Danny Downer there. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if it, if it, if the it, that could be what he's thinking. Okay. Um, but 
I'm thinking the first producer that we met with. Yes. He said, "Oh, you got plenty of content. This would make a great show." And yeah. he he was he had a production company. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we'll 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 uh, tape the first uh, pilot ep- episode for you, and it will only cost you eighty thousand dollars. Eighty thousand dollars for one so episode. It's like, yeah, I'm sure he'll help us out if we're willing to pay him eighty thousand. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's not the end. Well, no, it's been quite a, quite a, quite a. Yeah. To, I don't know what. I mean, it's like there's a huge learning curve. But I mean, it's like we see some of the shows on TV. Yeah. And some of them have nothing. I know. I mean, it's just, some are just dumb. Yes. And here we are with scads of content. Well, the problem is we're not pumping out the content like we should be. Because we're so busy doing other things. It took you how long to get into this recording studio to do this podcast today? I haven't eaten all day. Um, so, exactly my know, point. I'm just saying. So. so we need to focus on filming full time if we're going to make a stab at this show, this reality show. All right. We don't need a network to do the show. I agree. Flipping Farms, you could literally, yeah. we have a video guy. Yeah, we can do we our pay own thing, him. Yeah. Yeah. We do it ourselves. We call Netflix. We got a show for you, and they'll buy our show. Yeah. Like, it's okay. something that you can do on your own without a network. I agree. But I do have two more calls with yeah. producers who okay. think it's a fantastic show idea. Okay. So, I mean, the fact that Magnolia Networks. He's not company, even with Magnolia. That's sort of the goofy thing. Well. He left us to believe he was. He He's a production company mm-hmm. that. That they started f- f- for yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, Magnolia started that. They're with that company. That Magnolia is that company, but okay. they also partner with like the bigger companies because yeah. they merged. There's this whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's like when we were there was a, a, a in New York. New York, yes. That there, that company, yeah, Atlas I, Media Corp. They're they, a very big company. Yeah, and they they expressed an interest, and we contact we communicated back and forth. Yeah. And I think that. Magnolia had a representative, representative they, there. Yes. And see. they heard our first show yeah. idea. Yeah. And they liked okay. it, but it didn't align with the network. Yeah. Because we're kind of like a Duck Dynasty show. Like yeah. A&E maybe is like where we should be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because um, okay. they, I, I don't know. Anyway, that years. was our call. We've been working on this for years. Two years. And we're still going to keep going. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to do it. Okay. So now what? So we are in. So, Wow. What's your agenda? I feel bad for our video editor because this podcast is like all over the place. First, we get interrupted with a corn maze call. Then we get interrupted with the producer from this production company through Magnolia Network. And now I'm trying to stay on track. It's just a lot of hopping and hopping, hopping around. It is. You're all over. I, I am. So I don't know how much we shared with the film festival lady. Well, I don't think we did, did we? I mean, when we were in Florida, yes. there's uh, uh, someone who's been following us. Yes. Right. So, oh, that's media. what we got interrupted. That's let's pick up there. So, Duck Dynasty, the Robertson family from the Duck Dynasty show, yeah. have a movie that's coming out this week on Thursday. Actually, by the time this airs, it will be in theaters. So, go see the Blind movie. Um, they have an ambassador page for all of their top fans, and they're, it's a pl- like a place for resources for this movie. Okay. They're trying to get it out there. So I rented a theater, 93 seats, for all my family, my friends, employees, um, and we're going to go see the blind movie. 
they encouraged all of their ambassadors to post pictures of their tickets to show, you know, to create buzz. Like, okay, people are buying their tickets, so maybe I should buy one too. I posted my ticket, which happened to be like email format because it had 93 seats on it. And it caught the attention of the owner of the One Film Festival. Um, So she reached out to me, was very sweet and encouraging. And she pretty much told me I should submit a TV show through her film festival. And I'm like, I don't want to pay 90 some dollars to submit a late entry fee if we're not going to make it. And she's like, I think you should. I really think you should. So I took her word for it and we were selected for the film festival. So um, our show Flipping Farms is going to be in a film festival. The problem is when I was communicating with her, we were in Florida and we had this idea for a show called Flipping Farms, but had no media to go with it. So you and I sat in the hotel room Mm -hmm. as the sun was rising, which created all sorts of lighting problems. (laughs) I thankfully had my camera with, but I didn't bring the extended mic. So we were using the camera mic to record this like off the cuff video explaining our show. Like it was so last minute put together. Um, We didn't even have a way to send the video to our video guy because... I had my laptop, but my laptop doesn't have the the slot for the little card thingy from the, yep. <laughs> this is my extent of video, right? So you had to go to Walmart to pick up an adapter so mm-hmm. I could put my little card in the adapter, get in on the computer, and then dro- right. airdrop it or whatever, right. not even, uh, you know, yeah. Google Drive it <laughs> to yeah. my video guy. So the video guy so produced it while we were down while there, we were there and then submitted it. To the the film festival. And that's how this whole thing kind of like spiraled because the film festival picked it up. They liked it. And I'm like, you know, why don't like now that we have this content, why don't we just put it out there? Like the past two years, you and I have been communicating with tons of different large producers, production companies. You know, why not? Right. So I just sent it out to like my contacts and heard back from quite a few and all of the um Nobody said no. Let's put it that way. I am told I need to call this person, call that person. Oh, like Magnolia, the guy from this one production company with Magnolia, set up a phone call today at four, wanted to talk to us, figure out like who we are, what we do, um, because he not only works with Magnolia, but he works with a ton of other different TV stations like HGTV and mm-hmm. um, I forget all the ones that he okay. said, but... You know, when they get together and they sit down with the different TV stations, they kind of chat. So who knows? I mean, maybe he'll go back to one of these meetings, bring up the show, and somebody will be like, I like that. I want that show. It's just not the same. It's like, how do we... How do we get the picture in their heads? We it's need like, to do it. We need to do one yeah, and they show need to them. see it because we can see what what's happening around our businesses and the energy and the issues and all the fun things and yeah. un- unexpected things and yeah. So me picking up a gun and running out in the morning and whatever shooting a rabbit animel. Uh, Been there, done and that. Just all and the police showing up. Just all the fun things that happen. Oh, that's fun. But sure, unless they're the they're here, they don't they don't get they it. They don't get so, it for sure. I I almost think that you know let's just simply maybe we need to think about just start filming and put something content together and then just go to uh, you know 
uh, what YouTube or Netflix or mm -hmm. Amazon Prime or yeah. just go somewhere there and just start putting them there. And if people start watching them, you know, then we're monetized and we can do more of them. Look at you using the right verbiage. I'm proud of you. <sighs> Took a lot <laughs> out of me. I need I need a nap right about now. <laughs> Right, well, I didn't eat all day. Did I mention that? I didn't eat all day. Yeah, you did. I had a day like that yesterday. I looked at my husband and said, if we don't stop and pick up some kind of food somewhere right now, I won't eat till dinner. Mm. And we had to stop mm. and get food. Well, okay. So this has been a really long podcast or not? It has. I, we're going to be cutting we're out. We're going to have to cut it down. Yeah. So y'all yeah, listening yeah. in totally so, missed the conversation we had with the producer because right. that was really long yeah, and so hard the, to hear. Yeah. So whoever we have edit this. You know, we'll have them. Our keep, staff. We'll, we'll have we our, our staff. Yeah, edit it and and keep my comments in and you know take like whatever. Yeah, we whatever. need to make it as interesting as we can. All right, uncommon success is ready to sign out. Okay, we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> we hope that you've enjoyed listening to our podcast and that although Dad and I are ordinary people we have had success which is kind of uncommon hence the name Uncommon Success Podcast and hope you uh, leave inspired to dream big dreams and to go after your dreams I couldn't have said it any better myself <laughs> see you in the next podcast